Discover the magic of integrating your financial, legal, and life planning. It's time for Smart Simple Wealth. You're tuned in to Smart Simple Wealth. Walter Storholt alongside Carrie Qureshi, estate and wealth planning attorney at Qureshi Law Firm in Arkansas and Texas. You can find us online by going to QureshiLaw.com. That's QureshiLaw.com. Great show on the way today as we're going to talk a little bit about uh, how to live a retirement without regret. Some of the tips and tricks that we've picked up from past retirees and the information and the advice that they have passed on to us about how to live a retirement without regret. We're going to share that with you on today's show. Plus, we've got a great question from Lucy, who's wondering a little bit about how often you should meet or talk to a financial advisor. What's the appropriate frequency? That's a great question. We're going to answer that one a little bit later on in today's show as well. But first, let's say hello to Carrie Qureshi. How you doing, Carrie? Hey, I'm doing awesome. How are you, Walter? Oh, doing great. And uh, glad that we get the chance to talk together each time here on the program. And as we often like to begin the show, we'll have a little quote to set the stage for today. And you actually, I think, almost quoted this uh, on the last podcast yourself uh, when we were talking about money and time. Uh, This one is from Ayn Rand, and it is... Ayn Rand. Is it Ayn Rand? It is. I thought it was Ayn, and I Googled it last night just to see, and all the pronunciation says Ayn. Okay. Ayn. Okay. So, wow, my whole life I've been wrong calling it <laughs> Ayn Rand. How about that? Ayn. 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 Yeah. Ayn Rand. Ayn. Well, you learn something new every day go. here on the Smart Simple Wealth Podcast. That is very cool. Okay, well, this one comes from Ayn Rand. That's going to take me a while to get used to that. Uh, Money is only a tool. It will take you wherever you wish, but it will not replace you as the driver. That's a cool quote. Yeah, I really like that one. I think, you know, what it tells me is that you still have to have a plan. And so simply having money is not enough to guarantee success. You have to have a plan and you have to be a good steward of your money. And so it is a responsibility, but if you do it wisely, then you'll you'll be in good shape. Well, it does a great job of setting the tone for our show today as we talk about how to live a retirement without regret, suggestions from past retirees on how to avoid certain mistakes that might get you off track in retirement. So we're going to cover some of these simple mistakes on today's show that have been passed on to us. And I mean, we've seen a lot of these certainly before, Carrie, and I know you've helped people avoid these. That's your job. Uh, But it's been interesting to hear what past retirees have passed on to us as well. One that is heard from a lot of retirees and folks approaching retirement as they go through their planning process. And I think this one applies not only to the financial stuff, but to other elements of life, is to not make sudden decisions, especially when it comes to legal, financial, and life planning matters. Right. And that's something I think they always, you know, the the normal advice is to, you know, don't make a sudden decision. But I think it's extremely important when you're leaving your career and you're going into something as new and different as retirement. And so for us, we really want our clients to take some time and picture, you know, what do they want their retirement to look like? They don't want to just jump, you know, from retirement into, oh, we need to start a new business, or I'm going to volunteer five days a week at the hospital or a charity, you know, take some time, talk about it with your spouse or your partner, and really think through some of the things that you want to do and accomplish because that's going to just make it a lot easier when you do sit down and actually 
design out your financial and your legal plan and, and, and what steps it's going to take to meet those goals. Well, we know when emotions are high, we often will make decisions that we regret because we didn't think it through and we let those emotions kind of overweight certain elements of a decision. And I think that's what people are learning from in the past with various life issues that pop up, feel like you're forced into a sudden decision when a lot of the time in the financial and legal world, if you're planning in advance, and even if you haven't planned in advance, almost nothing has to be decided overnight, right, Carrie? I mean, can you remember a whole bunch of times in your career where you had to tell somebody, all right, you got to make a decision tonight or else, you know, you lose. Like, there's usually time to think about things, let the emotions right. wear off. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that I can think of is when we do have clients that come in and there's a healthcare issue. You know, we've worked with clients in the past where we had a cancer diagnosis and clients came in and said, hey, look, we're not sure how much time we have. Can we get something in place, um, especially on the legal side? And so there, you know, we just have to do our best and make decisions quickly and, and hope that, you know, we're making the right decision. But we always know that we could come back and change it if the diagnosis changed, but at least to have that foundation in place. And so that's really the only Thing that I could think of where we would have to make a decision quickly. Another piece of advice that uh, we've heard from past retirees passing along to you and getting the financial perspective here as well, don't jump into investments you don't understand. I can definitely identify with this, Carrie. I mean, I'm just thinking back to when I first graduated and you're trying to, I remember saving for retirement and starting to put money into an IRA and a Roth IRA. And you're like, okay, what do I invest it in? And I'm just picking random mutual funds and I have no idea what <laughs> I'm invested in, right? And I feel like that is like established at the beginning of our investing lives and is really a problem that continues all the way to retirement. Right. But I think a lot of you know financial advisors or mutual fund companies and financial institutions they want to use big terms and make them appear that they're smarter than you. And because they're smarter than you, you should blindly trust them and give them all your money. And I think that that is terrible advice. Um, whether it's legal or financial, you should never do anything that you don't completely understand. And so, you know, it, it does not have to be complicated. You don't have to get, I guess, sold on the idea that this is a sophisticated investment product and you're really not going to understand the nuances of it. I mean, that's very offensive to, you know, not only me, but a lot of my clients. And so, you know, just don't get caught up in the hype and to, you know, make sure you ask questions and understand, you know, what this investment actually does, what it owns, how it works. How is that? Uh, I guess it's a bit of a uh, a varying thing when it comes to that statement of you know what you understand. Like, what level of understanding do you need to achieve? Like, if we're talking about Bitcoin as an example, like I kind of get the concept of Bitcoin, but could I truly explain to you what the blockchain means? No, I wouldn't say I truly understand anything about how to actually make or get Bitcoin but I kind of have a cursory knowledge of it. But I'd probably say that that falls into investments I don't really understand. I don't know what would move the market. I don't know what would uh, you know dictate ups and downs in that market. So I probably don't meet the standard of understand for something like that. I, I can think of lots of things that would probably fall into that category. I, mar the marijuana market, right? I mean, that's mm -hmm. kind of the, the CBD oils and huge. sort of the big thing now. And I remember 3D printing was supposed to be, a, you know, this huge thing. And that was a big market. People were like, hey, you got to get in on the ground floor of the 3D printing stuff. But 
but you don't really understand a lot of these things and that makes it difficult. Right. And, and if you don't really understand it, um, even if it's something you do want to invest in, just understand that that's the risk you take. And if you're a risky investor, you know, and you don't understand, then, you know, you can accept that risk. But as a more conservative or moderate investor, um, then that may not be the best choice for you. There may be other investments out there that would do um, a much better job of accomplishing, you know, your goals. And for us, I mean, all the investment products out there, there is not this one special magical unicorn that is going to do everything you need it to do. Every investment product is going to have pros and cons. And so it's just understanding, you know, what are those pros and what are those cons and how do you best put them together for, for your portfolio? I remember another one, The uh, this was a while back, but the Iraqi dinar was supposed to be uh, a, a big thing back during the Iraq war. And it was kind of like, oh, well, you know, the U.S. will be boosting that economy, will be boosting, you know, their infrastructure. Now's the time to get in on the Iraqi dinar. And I remember that was a big thing several years ago that a lot of people were talking about getting into. And it was like, wow, people don't really understand that currency is a, actually a really complicated Yeah, very volatile. You know? Yeah, very volatile. So just don't be pouring your life savings into these things that you don't understand. If you're going to be speculating, let it be dollars that you're okay speculating with, right? Exactly. Match those together. Another tip to not live a retirement without regret that past retirees have told us before is to work with a professional. So much value there. Right, and you know, I know that there are many people out there that are very comfortable and confident um, in the do-it-yourself approach, but we usually see that start to shift when you get closer to retirement and in, actually into retirement. Accumulation, wealth accumulation is very different than wealth preservation and wealth distribution. And there are a lot of different pieces to that part during the retirement phase. Yeah, I think that's huge uh, when we talk about working with a professional. And again, it comes back to that value that you're getting. You can go with the do-it-yourself route, but what value are you going to get when you work with a professional? Well, just look to our previous conversation about the things you don't understand in terms of investments. That's where a professional helps you from getting in trouble and getting in things like the Iraqi dinar when that might be bad for your <laughs> life savings and all sorts of examples we could come up with on the show. Right. So work with a professional. That's huge. And last but not least, another piece of advice that past retirees have passed along to you today is to have an actual plan for retirement. Don't shoot by the hip. Right. And a plan isn't just any plan. A plan for us is a comprehensive financial plan. And so one of my pet peeves is, you know, agents and other advisors that say, oh, we'll do a free plan for you. But it is not comprehensive in scope. It's basically just a plan to sell a particular product or investment service. It's not talking about healthcare. It's not addressing the taxes and retirement and how do we reduce the taxes. It's not looking at volatility of your portfolio. And so um, there's so many different factors. And so you you need a quality and, and an unbiased plan to actually get through retirement and to meet all of your goals. So for us, I mean, normally when we have somebody that reaches out and is interested in working with us, um, the first step would be to request our wealth protection toolkit. 
And this is a free kit. It's a physical box. We actually ship it to your home. Um, and it includes a couple of my books that I've written, an audio CD on tax-free retirement, and just several really great reports on financial, legal, and life planning. And so if you're interested in getting the Wealth Protection Toolkit, you can go to our website, which is www.qureshilaw.com, or just give us a call at 870-275-4304 to get the Wealth Protection Toolkit. Very easy to get it. Very helpful toolkit as well. You can learn a lot about the magic of integrating your financial, legal, and estate planning through that toolkit. Think of it as well as a starter guide to getting a great plan in place for your financial and uh, legal and life planning future. All you have to do again is call 870-275-4304 to request the toolkit via phone or online at QureshiLaw.com. And we'll put a link to QureshiLaw.com in the show notes and description of today's episode to make it easy on you to go get that Family Wealth Protection Toolkit. It's getting to know you time. Well, it's time to get to know Carrie a little bit better on today's show. And my fun question for you this week, Carrie... Other than something related to the financial world, what's a topic that you could give a one-hour presentation on without any preparation? Something you could just get up in front of a group and, and riff on. <laughs> this is so hard for me because I am such a prepared person. Everything has to be thought through. And so for me to say you have to get up and give a topic on anything totally unprepared, it would have to be my old standby. I could talk about horses and, and quarter horse competitions and riding and training um, probably for more than one hour if I had someone that was willing to listen to me for <laughs> an that hour, long. <laughs> an hour on dressage, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Carrie Qureshi. Yes. <laughs> yep. On, on horses' personality and different events, um, which is always fun because when I travel and I meet other um, financial advisors or attorneys when we're out of our conferences, one of the things, um, if it comes up, they're always fascinated to hear that I do quarter horse competitions. And so, you know, maybe they've been to a show or they've seen something on TV. And so that is really fun to explain um, how we're judged, how the horses are judged, what we actually do at shows, what we wear, how spoiled our horses are compared to most horses. And so that that's really fun for me. I was going to say uh, a lecture on horse personality sounds made up. <laughs> no, and we actually, um, I never did it, but we had friends. They're actually horse psychics. Oh God! That will give your horse a psychic reading, and oh, I I am not one to believe in anything like that. That's just not my personality. But I actually sold a horse to a girl, and she was showing, and they had the psychic talk to my old horse, and it was fascinating what he said to her. I mean, it really changed my my view <laughs> a little bit because of the things that he said. He actually told the psychic how he got hurt at a horse show when wow. I owned him. And he was very specific and he basically, he, he was a very successful horse in his show career. And he basically told the psychic that he's won everything that he needed to win in his career and that his new owner just needed to step it up because she wasn't winning very much when she first started out with him, which I thought, you know, that really sounds like that horse. Wow. That is interesting. Um, yeah, I'm, I can't quite say I'm a believer, but uh Interesting. I wonder, does the horse horoscope sound the same as a human horoscope? Like if a horse is a cancer, is it the same kind of horoscope for a human? 
I don't know. I guess I would have to ask a psychic. Maybe to, yeah, maybe yeah. The, read the horoscope before they do the psychic. Next reading. time you run into one, say, "Hey, can I read the horoscopes in the newspaper and apply it to my horse?" Well, is it the same? You know, or right. is it a, di- a totally different uh, approach? You know, do, does a cancer horse have a totally different uh, version of life approach than you know the the Leo human or something like that? Right. Very. Well, there was a there was another horse that was in our our training barn, and the lady that owned him was in North Carolina, and she actually lived on the beach. Um, and then she had leased him out to some other children to show. But the the goal was he would always come back to her. Her name was Jeannie. He would always come back, and he would retire with Jeannie in North Carolina on the ocean. And he actually told the psychic that he says, "When I'm done, I'm going back to live with that lady on the beach." Wow. How about so, that? That, that was pretty interesting. Very interesting. Inter- that sounds like a movie. I think a movie <laughs> needs to be made about this. It could be a comical one like Best in Show. Uh, remember that one oh, with the, the yes, dog, the yes, dog that's judges? Hilarious. I'm picturing a horse psychic movie in kind of a similar fashion of uh, movie storytelling style. <laughs> there you go. Very neat. All right. Horse. I definitely could see it. overall horses being your, definitely up your alley for a presentation. Very cool. Yep. Time to get to know you a little bit better by answering one of your questions, and we've got a good one today on the mailbag. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. All right, today's question comes to us from Lucy in Cabot, and Lucy says, How often should I be meeting with or talking to my financial advisor? I get a birthday card from his company, but that's about it. Mm, a birthday card once a year. You know, for us, I would say you need to be meeting once a year at minimum because your financial plan is not static. It is not something you do one time and there are no changes. And so at least once a year, we need to be sitting down, reviewing your financial plan, saying, you know, is there anything changed in your financial world? Have your goals changed? Okay, what about the tax situation? Let's make sure we're on track. And so let's, you know, update it and make sure that there's not any changes. And so I think a birthday card alone and kind of having the philosophy that you need to call the advisor when you need something, I think is very outdated. But for us, you know, every client is going to be different, which is why once we get through with our financial plan, it's important for me to ask the client, you know, how often would you like to come in and and talk to me on on a scheduled basis? You know, for some clients, once a year is fine. For others, they may want, you know, every six months to come in. And and that's okay. I mean, it really depends on what is going to make them comfortable and what is, you know, going to get them to achieve the goals that they want to achieve. Yeah, I think it's just a really good question, Lucy. And sometimes it comes down to the person, right, Carrie? I mean, other people may want more more communication. Others may not want to be bothered too much about their financial stuff. And I guess that's where you as an advisor just really have to kind of fit into somebody's personality and say, well, look, if you're going to work with me, we've got to at least meet once a year to talk about your situation. But if somebody's like, hey, I really would love quarterly check-ins or something like that, I can see where that would be. Is that something you would customize for somebody in terms of communication with them? Absolutely. I mean, we do a lot of, you know, email communication and print communication throughout the year, but we can always customize not only the meetings, you know, the face-to-face meetings that they get from us, um, but also the updates on their portfolio. We can send them a weekly snapshot of their investment portfolio. For some clients, they don't want the weekly snapshot. They want to get it, you know, once a month, but that all can be customized just depending on, you know, what they want. Yeah, it's a great point. Thank you for the question, Lucy. And if you've got a similar question to Lucy or anything on your mind when it comes to your financial, legal, and life planning, 
don't hesitate to reach out. Again, the number to call to reach Carrie is 870-275-4304. And you can also find Carrie online at CoraceLaw.com. She serves you with offices in Arkansas and Texas, CoraceLaw.com. We'll put links and information in the description in the show notes of today's episode for you as well if you want to find those different ways to get in touch and to order your Family Wealth Protection Toolkit that we talked about earlier in the show as well. Again, just check the description or show notes of today's show to find all of that info that you need. Carrie, thanks for the help once again on today's show. Enjoyed the conversation and the topic today, and we'll look forward to another great conversation next time around. Absolutely. Thank you, Walter. Have a good one. That's Carrie Qureshi. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you next time right back here on Smart Simple Wealth. Did you know you can subscribe to the Smart Simple Wealth Podcast with your favorite app? It's on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and dozens of other places where you listen to podcasts. And if it's not on an app you'd like to use, let us know and we'll get it on there. To make sure you never miss an episode, just search Smart Simple Wealth on your favorite podcasting platform today and subscribe. Investment advisory services offered through Pegasus Wealth Coaching, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Legal services provided by Qureshi Law Firm, PLLC. The Qureshi Law Firm and Pegasus Wealth Coaching are not affiliated in any way. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment or legal advice. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. Information provided does not create an attorney-client relationship and cannot substitute for obtaining legal advice from an attorney admitted to practice law in your state.